Bear with us one minute while we set up a tiny bit. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to read from Isaiah chapter 8, verse 21, through to chapter 9, verse 2. Distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. When they're famished, they will become enraged, and looking upwards will curse their God and King. They will look towards the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom, and they will be thrust into utter darkness. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Hope. That's our title for this morning. What is hope? Hope is long, looking forward to a better tomorrow. Hope is longing that our future will be better than our present. We hope for peace, we hope for rest, we hope for love, joy, and life to the full. And Christmas is a time of wonderful hope. Our hopes inflate as the month goes on. Uh, I saw mince pies in the shops. I heard my first Christmas carol. Christmas cards start arriving through the post. Christmas parties start. Very exciting. There are presents under the tree. It's Christmas Eve. Santa's coming. All this hope is wonderful. It is so good to be able to celebrate food and friends and family. They all come from God. We should be hopeful about these things. We should hope for life and love and joy and peace and rest at Christmas. That's good. But what happens on December, after December 25th? Where did that go? Oh, well done. Thank you very much. You can keep it. It's covered in spit, but you can keep it. Um, But I'm not interested in taking away your hope. I want to give you more hope this morning. Here are some wonderfully hope-filled words from Isaiah that I just read. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Although January might bring long nights and dark and going back to school, there is hope that lasts. Um, Now, Hands in the air. Who came to see Narnia a couple of weeks ago? Anyone else? Quite a few of us. It was wonderful. Um, If you were there, you'll know that Mr. Tumnus told us that in Narnia, it was always winter, but never Christmas. Always winter, but never Christmas. Can you imagine what that would have been like to live um, in the darkest season of the year, without ever having the lights on the Christmas tree, without ever having the hope of getting the family together for a lovely turkey dinner, without having presents to open. Just dark and cold, dark and cold, dark and cold, week after week, month after month, year after year. To live in darkness without hope must be devastating. And maybe some people here know what that's like. Isaiah 9 is written to people who live in a Narnia-like, dark, forever winter. 
Isaiah 9 is written to a people who lived in a land of deep darkness. Now, originally that was Old Testament Israel, and their darkness was the fear that their enemies were going to come and burn down their city and destroy their homes. Um, This darkness was a sense of fear, a sense of hunger, a sense of gloom. Where did it come from? At the end of chapter 8, tells us where that darkness came from. They all looked up to the sky and shook their fists and cursed at God. And as a result, they were in darkness, without hope, without light at the end of the tunnel. Hopeless. And we live in a similar darkness today. Very sadly. We feel it in our fears and our frustrations and our struggles. We see it on our TV screens. We can trace it through all the dark experiences of our life. Where does that come from? Now, most of us haven't literally looked up at the sky and shook our fists at God and said, I don't want you to be my God. But our actions speak something different. Every time we sin, it's like saying, S-I-N, shove off God, I'm in charge, not you. Every time we sin, and so we're in darkness as a result. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. Hopeless, like in Narnia. Always winter, never Christmas. But these words are filled with hope for the time when Christmas finally does arrive. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. This means hope for all who walk in darkness. This means Christmas for all who live in that Narnia-like forever winter. It's a wonderfully bright morning after you've been up through a long night. And what a glorious light has dawned. Just a few verses later in Isaiah, we find out what the great light is. We find out the source of all this hope for to us. A child is born. To us, a son is given. This is something that all our hopes can hold on to. Hopes that aren't attached to Jesus will deflate or float away. But hopes that are attached to Jesus are certain and last forever. Uh, Let's turn around some boxes. And I'm going to need five pairs of people to help me with this. It does indeed. Well done. Uh, Right, two people for here. One, two. Don't open them just yet. Just stand behind this box. Two people to help me with this box here. Hands up. Uh, One, two. Don't open it yet, but come and stand here. Uh, Two people to help me with this one. Uh, One, two. Yeah, just there. That's great. Lovely. Rebecca, if you just stand next to the lion here. Lovely. Uh, Two people for this one, one, two, and maybe an assistant, and two people for this one here, Uh, one, two. Very good. Now, when I say, thank you very much, angels, when I say you're going to open the box nice and wide... And remember that hopes, atta- hopes that aren't attached to Jesus deflate and float away, but hopes attached to Jesus are certain and last forever. Three, two, one, go. Open it nice and wide. Nice and wide. <laughs> well done. Let's give him a round of applause. 
And you can take your seats. That's brilliant. Well done. You can squash three. Hopes that aren't attached to Jesus deflate or float away, but hopes that are attached to Jesus are certain and last forever. Well done. Um, Joy, love, life, rest, peace. These are all available uh, because uh, they're all wrapped up in that one verse. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The verse says this child is for us. The verse says this son is given to us. The birth of Jesus was the Christmas present that none of us ever deserved. We've all said, S-I-N, shove off God, I'm in charge, not you. But our God is too full of love to leave us in darkness. 600 or so years after those words were written, God sent his son into the world to rescue us from our sin. Jesus lived, died, and lives again to give us light in all of our darkness. He entered the darkness of earth to bring us the light of heaven. Everyone who asks for forgiveness at the cross can look forward to a better tomorrow. Everyone who calls Jesus Savior and Lord can be 100% sure that our future is better than our today. Everyone who commits their life to following him has the certain hope of joy, love, life, rest, and peace forever. What a hope. Hopes that aren't attached to Jesus will float away or deflate. Hopes attached to Jesus are certain and last forever. How hopeful are you all doing? How hopeful are you this Christmas? The message of Jesus is unapologetic and wonderful. If you're feeling hopeful but aren't attached to Jesus, sadly, your tomorrow is not better than your today. But if you are attached to Jesus, keep plodding faithfully through whatever darkness you are facing because there is a glorious light at the end of the tunnel. I'm praying the words of our final carol over every single one of these little ones here. Lord Jesus, bless all the dear children in thy tender care and take us to heaven to live with you there. Let's stand for our final carol. If you can see it through the balloons, it's away in a manger.